listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and a creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at BHurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is self-doubt doesn't create anything. I listen to my creative writing students' concerns as closely as I can. I'm interested in what keeps people from writing, what the largest obstacles are that come up again and again, and how I can help my students tackle those obstacles. Over and over, the students who aren't able to complete a story write me with a similar story. They began to doubt the worth of what they were writing, so rather than turn something bad in, they stopped writing. They doubted themselves and the value of their voice and the value of the story they had to tell. It's always a little heartbreaking to me when I get an email from a student who I know to be bursting with potential and in possession of a truly unique vision, telling me they stopped because they doubted. I can't begin to know all the many internalized reasons why students doubt themselves and their writing. But if there's one thing I hope to do as a teacher, it's to encourage and to remind students that self-doubt doesn't create anything. It's a powerful force, a perfectly reasonable thing to feel, and ultimately, it doesn't work. I think often about a favorite young adult book of mine that I read over and over as a kid by Gary Paulson called Hatchet. This book is about survival. A boy stranded in the wilderness must learn how to survive entirely on his own. At one point, when his food stores have been destroyed, he begins to cry. There's no shame in crying. I'm definitely not someone who feels that crying is shameful. In fact, it's an honest and utterly human thing to do. But at the end of the crying, the boy discovers that crying doesn't work. His food is still gone. The problem is still sitting there. As Paulson writes, it wasn't just that it was wrong to do or that it was considered incorrect. It just didn't work. That's how I feel about self-doubt when writing. There's absolutely no reason to feel ashamed about doubting yourself. I feel it every day. I wonder if the last story I wrote will be the last good thing I ever write. I look at the blank page and I'm dumbfounded how I was able to fill the page in the past. But ultimately, this doubt doesn't get me anywhere. It doesn't make me a better writer and it doesn't put words on the page. It just doesn't create anything. And I want to spend my life creating things, not systematically tearing down the beautiful things I could potentially make. This week's reading recommendation is the Best American Stories series. I've been reading this anthology of stories that comes out every year since 2001, when I was 13 years old, and I haven't missed a year since. There's a powerful association I have with getting this book every year and, and flipping through to the table of contents and seeing what names I know and what names I'm about to discover. And it's a great source of joy to me to just see what the most interesting, exciting, thrilling stories were that came out in the previous year in different magazines. It's a great thing for writers to read because it can give you a sense both of what's coming out, uh, what the trends in fiction are, and also where the great magazines are and what, what's publishing really interesting stuff. Every year there's a different guest editor, so it changes in flavors and, and subject matter and, and atmosphere and mood. And I can love some years and feel kind of eh about other years. Uh, I really liked the 2020 edition, which was guest edited by Curtis Sittenfeld. And there were tons of stories in there that I felt were really memorable. 
That said, it might not be your cup of tea this year, but I highly recommend picking it up and reading and, and developing your own opinion about what stories you love and whether you might like it better next year. So it's a great thing for a writer to read, and I thought this year was particularly strong. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes. Thank you.